Hello and thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. My name is Mike and I'm from Biblino.com. Today's question comes from Mary and she says, I have a lifestyle blog and I'm finding it difficult taking photos indoors with my mobile phone. The type of photos I take are of food for recipes or general how-tos. At the moment, I'm reluctant to post any photos because they look so bad. My photos tend to come out dark, fuzzy or sometimes with strange colors. So my question is, is it possible to use my mobile phone to take photos for my blog or will I need to upgrade to a digital SLR? G'day Mary, thanks for your question. And absolutely you can use your mobile phone. You don't need to upgrade to DLSLR um, to take good photos. In fact, if you did, you probably would get very similar results if you were to uh, leave it on auto and, um, and take the photos. And the reason why your, your photos are coming out the way they are is the conditions that you're photographing is, is less than ideal. You know, your dark photos means that there's not enough light within the room to illuminate the scene and therefore um, the photos come out dark. The fuzziness um, or your photos becoming fuzzy, well, that's because um, the autofocus may not be focusing correctly or even you've you've moved the camera or the um, mobile phone in this case um, ever so slightly and it's just caused a little bit of um, shake and it's made the, f- the photos come out a little bit, um, well, not as sharp. And the strange colors that you mentioned, well, that's actually got to do with different color sources within your house so things like uh, fluorescent lights incandescent lights even down lights that you have in in the ceiling they all give off different color casts and sometimes you may get orange in your photos or blue or green and uh, it makes it less than ideal really but um, it's just how it is Um, and you know there's ways we can fix that by editing or even using external lights but I want to keep this whole exercise for you nice and simple uh, it's cheap as possible so we're going to try to use all the things that we have uh, around the house so we need a light source we need a table we need your mobile phone some software on your mobile phone to edit the photos ever so slightly and also uh, a big piece of cardboard to help with uh, uh, extra light onto our um, food or, or crafts if, if that's what you're doing so let's start first of all with our light source and and what I want you to do, Mary, is to go find the biggest window within your house that you can put a table up against. And the reason why we're doing this is that I want this to be your main light source and I want the table to be there because we're going to be photographing on the table and we're going to try to achieve photos like what we see online from, uh, from you know, uh, magazines that are, or even magazines that are selling uh, food products or even food bloggers where, where they're uh, photographing their food in this scene where everything looks nice and bright and airy well we're going to try to replicate that and it's very easy to do you just need to find the right time of day where the light is perfect coming through your window and the way we find that is if we can see the sun when we look out the window then it's going to be too harsh the light's going to come uh, too bright and it's just going to make our photos look uh, very white and overexposed we don't want that Um, what we're looking for is for the sun to be a little bit high in the sky preferably you can't see it when you look out the window and if you were to extend your hand out while you're right next to the window you'll see the way how the light comes across your hand it's nice and even it's not uh, really intense it's 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 quite nice and it's okay to have a little bit of shadow on the side that's away from the 
window um, and, and I'll explain later how to fix that but um, yeah that's that's what we're really after here so monitor the time of day where that's the type of light that's coming through um, it, for me it's usually um, in the mornings or late afternoons depending on the side of the house I'm photographing so it may be similar to with you at, at where you live now so you, you've got your your window we've found the time of day that's perfect for us we've put a table up against the window um, to be our uh, tabletop studio so to speak and we've placed our objects that we want to photograph now we've placed our objects that we want to photograph on the table now we need to get a little bit higher uh, on the table um, to photograph you can of course photograph directly up or even at an angle it just depends on what you're photographing so if you're going to photograph from up high use something like a, a, a chair or a stepladder don't stand on the table I mean I've tried that and it's been a stupid thing to do but anyway I um, safety first right what I would want you to do not have your arms fully extended all the way out when we're photographing because what I would want you to do is to hold your camera uh, with two hands so in a horizontal manner um, but your, I want you to rest your elbows on your torso so we can steady, steady the, the camera and we can eliminate the camera shake. And that's how we, if we've got enough light coming in and we're nice and steady, we're going to have nice, sharp, beautiful photos. And, and that's just, you know, just half, a, half the, the, the steps that we're doing here that's um, going to produce uh, the beautiful photos that you're going to get in the end. The next, next part is going to be uh, editing ever so slightly and just manipulating the light. Now, speaking of manipulating light, um, I mentioned briefly about when you put your hand up to the window, it's okay to have part of it in a little bit of shadow. Uh, I mean, that actually gives you a little bit of uh, 3D feel to, to, to the picture. Uh, and we need a little bit of shadows. We don't want to completely remove them. There are times when we want to not have many shadows within the picture, and that's perfectly fine. You can fix that by editing the photo slightly, which I'll explain later, but also using a big piece of cardboard. So if you have someone to help you, and the type of cardboard I'm, I'm thinking here is, you know, the type of stuff when you hand in a project at school and, and you know, you stick stuff and write stuff um, and you hand it in. Well, that, that's the type of cardboard. It's it's probably, I don't know, uh, 60 centimeters by 60 centimeters so um, that's, I don't know how many feet that is, but that's probably two feet by two feet. Anyway, um, that's the type of size cardboard I want because what you're going to do with this is you're going to have your objects on the table, then you're going to have your light source that's probably coming from the side. And on the other side where you see a little bit of shadow, you place the cardboard. So what's actually happening is, is that the light's coming from the window, hitting the cardboard, and it's and, re, and it's reflecting back down into your, you know, your dish that you may have just finished cooking, or the step-by-step -step processes that you're photographing. Now, I should note, Mary, use white cardboard. Don't use any other colors. It's got to be white because if it's any other colors, it's there's going to be colors that are going to be coming off the cardboard onto it. So if you use orange, the picture is going to be coming a little bit orange. If you use blue, it's be blue. And if you use a black piece of cardboard, it's actually going to remove the light and maybe create even more of a shadow. So all these things you could potentially try to be creative, especially the, the black uh, cardboard. But that's, you know, that's uh, something for down the track and, and when you become a bit more um, proficient with, with doing this. So, so now that you've photographed all your photos, it's time to edit the photos. And with the editing 
we're going to try to keep it as simple as possible because remember we want to be nice light and, and bright and airy type photos we don't want to have any weird uh, filters you know forget about that that's um you know there's a there's a time and place for that but i think if you're trying to show step-by-step -step procedures or, or the end result of, of a creation it's best to have natural looking photos and we're really only going to be playing with a couple of settings or three settings actually we're going to be playing with the brightness or the exposure setting we're going to be playing with the shadows setting and we're also going to be playing with the white balance or the temperature setting so the brightness obviously makes sense right if the photo is slightly dark or bright we want to work that until it looks natural and we're doing this all within the mobile phone um, don't forget so we don't need to buy any additional software if you find that your software that comes with your mobile phone is inadequate you can download some software called Snapseed it's, uh, it probably has a lot more features than you would you would ever use but it has these sliders that I talk about and it's they're very very simple to use using the brightness uh, slider uh, move it up and down until you you know you, it's it looks pleasing to the eye and nothing's you know too dark or too bright then the shadows slider well you, you may recall that we uh, mentioned that we're going to use a piece of cardboard to reflect some light off so um, if you can picture the the object on the table so you've got your light source on the left your plate in the middle and then your piece of cardboard on the right and that's how it's going to be set up and when we do that that's actually um, causing a nice covering of light on your objects but if you do have slight shadows that you may want to show some detail or you may want to get rid of well then you use the the shadow slider just ever so slightly you don't want to go overboard but ever so slightly just to um to show these uh, there's less of a shadow um, and that will give a, a more pleasing natural uh, look to your photos um, you know there are some people that photograph this type of photography and give a dark feel so um, it, it's it's you know the, obviously the opposite to being light and light and bright it's it's like they're um, uh, you know photographing within a, a, a hut or something I mean not a hut but you know a country manor or something something I don't know something small uh, small that doesn't have a lot of light and trying to give a, a dark a moody feel to it but that, once again that's something you can try if, if it's to your liking but more times than not, you, I find that having a very bright photos um, gets a lot more attention. After you've you've edited the bright, the exposure and the brightness, and and you've worked the shadows slightly, the temperature is probably the last thing um, you, you should play with. And you mentioned that you got some weird colors within your photos. Well, as I as I mentioned, that's got to do with the different light sources, and they cast different colors. Well, the sun will do that at different times of day. So, you know, late evening, you may get some uh, some orangey, warm, pinky, warm uh, glow. Uh, or if it's early in the morning or even in the shade, it's going to be quite of a bluish color. So depending on what time of day you find that's perfect for you, you may need to still change the temperature ever so slightly. Because if you change it a lot, it's just going to look very very strange very similar to the results you're getting before so remember orange makes the photos look a little bit warmer blue will make them look a bit cooler try to get as middle as possible you know sometimes you you, you find that uh, if you're working with meat and you 
make it a little bit bluish or a little bit cool. Uh, it, it makes the skin of, say, poultry or things like that um, look a little bit funny. So you may just need to uh, go towards the orange side or the warm side of the temperature scale uh, or the white balance, uh, as it's called, um, to, to make it look a bit more appealing. Fruit and that type of thing, I think uh, a cooler side or even somewhere in the middle will work quite well. Um, it's one of those things where you just got to just play and you'll, you'll know that as soon as you look at the photos on your phone, you'll go, okay, well, I can see that it's dark. Well, then let me just adjust that. Um, I can see that there's too much shadows. Well, let me adjust it. Well, if it's too much, then obviously you, you go back the other direction. And of course, with the temperature, you want to get as neutral as possible and what looks appealing to you. And you'll see straight away. Just remember, though, if you are photographing and the photos come out really dark or they're too bright, well, then uh, it could be the wrong time of day for you, especially if you can see the, the, the sun straight out. But sometimes I find if you draw your curtains, um, if you've got those curtains that are transparent and they just, they're more for privacy curtains and, and they just diffuse the light, that's, I find that really, really nice and that can give a nice diffuse uh, even look of light uh, over your photos. So that's, uh, that's just something to think about. So it's only going to take you about half an hour from start to finish, from photographing to editing. And especially if you have help, um, someone to hold the piece of uh, the piece of cardboard, or even to point out any mistakes you, they may see on the on the table as you're photographing. Just remember to take as as lots of photos because it's all free at the end. And I hope these tips help you. Thanks for your question. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.